what uh like do you jerk off do i jerk off yeah i do jerk off yeah yeah because like when i think about you jerking off dude i feel like Horny. like there's like josh groban playing in the background candles lit um is that what happens i like, am very romantic do you mentally prepare for it for a while or is it like i mentally prepare yeah mm-hmm. it, it takes over my day i'm like i think tonight's a jerk off night you know uh candles are almost burnt down to the wicks we're gonna have to get some more of those yeah um is josh groban like your go-to i don't even know who josh groban is really dude yeah, yeah. you don't know that song you raise me up i don't think so but that's good for jerking off <laughs> dude, <laughs> that song fucks man that, that's a good one yeah uh no i don't i don't mentally prepare to jerk off that's one of my skills you know i'm actually so are you like you're like one of those people just like it just needs to be done not every day not every day so it just depends on like how you're feeling. Yeah, I mean, if if we're getting to know each other, I'd probably average three or four times a week. You know, it's pretty average. Yeah, it's a rookie number, uh, but you know, you know, I'm getting older. You know, really, this, this isn't. Uh, I mean, it used to be fucking. You had to do it every night. You know, or like what? Or something. Ter- <laughs> something terrible could happen. <laughs> I just wake up covered in blood yeah. and just like, oh, no, what did I do? Not again. Well, dude, I feel like dead the, hooker. The older I get, I feel like the more enjoyable it is, honestly. Well, how old are you? 24. Okay. Yeah. So still shoot. 10 year age yeah. gap. Still shooting fucking ropes. You're dude. a shooter. Uh, I'm, dude, I'm fucking taking out people's eyes, bro. Wow. Yeah. If there were people. They're only getting more like you know? powerful, honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. If there was a woman there, her eye would be gone, you know. I'm just saying, dude, I'm fucking lighting off rounds. I'm very proud of you. I'm yeah. very proud of you. So you're saying like three to four times a week, and it depends on just fucking the overall mood. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Am I in a good mood this week? Am I depressed? Am I busy? Am I not busy? You know, there, are, fa- there are factors here. I feel that. For me, it's like uh, I definitely take it seriously. I'm happy to hear that. Almost like I'm prepping for like a fucking javelin throw. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, it just has to happen, you know what I mean? With the world's shortest javelin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're an athlete. Yeah. But Uh, I'm just saying, dude, if like, because I talk about jerking off a lot, obviously. Clearly. I mean, Johnny Salami, now it's all coming together. Yeah. So like if someone sees me with a a fucking shirt and a tie on opening up a bank account for someone, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. If I'm going to ask the customer anything related to jerking off. You know, that's going to be like a red flag. I would say so. You think so? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a wonder why it's a wonder why you didn't keep your last couple of jobs as long as, uh, you know, others might, you know, yeah. people think I'm weird. Uh, I don't talk much, but when I do, I talk about jerking off, yep. you know, it's just, yeah. Hey, a man's got his interests. I'm not here to judge. You know, you you got some nice sports memorabilia on the walls. So like there's more to your life than just jerking off. There's also ACDC. Yeah. You know? Have you ever jerked off to ACDC? Uh, yeah, when Angus Young does his little kick walk while he's playing guitar, like, you know, I think it moves. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely moving, man. Oh, it's moving. <clears throat> but, I mean, I think if people saw you, I mean, you kind of look like, uh, are you actually, you're actually a mailman now? It was a skit. No way, dude. Yeah. I thought you actually got yeah, a yeah. job. No, I made that costume. Really? Yeah. You're so, not the only you're not the only one that thought that. Dude, you just look natural. Uh, I got mailman energy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like honestly gonna hit you up and be like, dude, are you actually a mailman? You're gonna hit me up and be like, dude, I need some letters. Yeah. I need some references. <laughs> dude <laughs> Yeah. How do you get in there? That's a union job, right? Yeah, those are 
those are some pretty serious people, man. So are you in like a professional environment though on a daily basis? I mean, it's all remote now. It's all yeah. remote. Yeah. I mean, I, I was like, I'm in sales, so I was going into different businesses and stuff, but yeah. now it's just, you know, a lot of emails, a lot of calls, shit like that. I can see that. Um, but it's obviously flexible since I'm here at 2 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I forgot what day it was, honestly, dude. Yeah, yeah. But, well, dude, when you started comedy, didn't you like move from like Tennessee or something? Yeah, I lived in Tennessee. That's where I started doing it. And then um, I went to, I moved to Connecticut and I started doing like a traveling sales job. And wow. like I was just fucking everywhere and I couldn't really, you know, concentrate on comedy much. Then I moved to Rhode Island and worked at CVS headquarters. And that's when I really started to like ramp it up. Yeah. Then I, then I moved to Boston. Yeah. Cause when people think about you, like, I'm not sucking your dick, but like, <laughs> people are like, who's the hardest worker? Johnny Tilson. Oh, stop. Who writes the most? Johnny Tilson. Oh, stop. Who has the biggest dick? Johnny Tilson. Well, so like, not, when did that? Now I know you're lying. Yeah. So like, when did that come into uh, fruition? Like, when, when I become did, a hard worker? Yeah. Uh, well, I think with stand up, like the first couple of years you do it, your your foot is like one. You know, you're like one toe in the pool first. Okay. You're like, okay, I'm learning how to write. I'm kind of nervous. I don't know anyone yet, and mm-hmm. it takes like courage to get up each night. And then once you have a little success, like it just becomes an addiction where you're like, all right, I want to get better. I want to get better. I want to get better. It's so, like H, yeah. It's like what? It's like that H. Heroin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then you chase the dragon of laughter, you know? And it yeah. only comes back so often, but mm-hmm. when it does, oh, baby. So it was like a gradual yeah. it was a gradual thing? Like nothing happened to you where you were like, Like it's one, going one down. great experience where I'm like, all right, we're going to fucking pursue this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you just hate to bomb, and then you get a taste of success, and you're like, oh, God, I want to get better at this. Mm-hmm. You see the progress. It's like when you go to the gym, like the first month or two, uh, like if you haven't been going to the gym, like, okay, this sucks. And then one day you look in the mirror and you're like, oh shit, there is a difference, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you're kind of more addicted to it. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like sometimes you don't realize <clears throat> how uh, like effective putting in the work is? Like if you like miss a few nights and then you try to go out. And I, like, well, when I was getting up, like before all this happened, it would be at least once or twice every night. So like yeah. if I took two nights off or something i felt rusty when i went back really i did yeah i'm sure it's psychological but like yeah i guess you out of your rhythm yeah but it, but at the same time like that second show of the night or that second mic or whatever it is you feel like a king because you're like all right i got my feet wet already let's do this yeah. <clears throat> is it like a fucking mentality though you're like already right, i already went up once like i know what to expect or is it kind of yeah, like... like the 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 glass has been broke uh, the yeah. ice has been broken already you I know that. it's like all right here we go i'm out yeah. of the shell that makes sense. Do you think like your writing changed over time or did you always have like the same totally, process? Totally, totally, Yeah, yeah. I think like I, I've talked to people about this. I think your process is what changes. If you like put in the work and you try to do it often, I think your process is what changes over time. Because you find like more effective ways to like mine the jokes out of your head. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. Because like your first three or four years, you're really just like, uh, you're like, when you're thinking about jokes, like you go all down all these dead ends, like, okay, I'll do a joke about not being able to get pussy. And then you're like, oh, okay, but that's doesn't really work with someone who looks like me as much as it would work with someone who's like me. Yeah. You know, no, not you. You're a handsome devil. Don't take that away from you. Uh, but like stuff like that. And that's what you learn to like, not, and then eventually you train your mind to not even go to those places. You know, it's a waste of time. Yeah. So I look at it at least. Do you, uh, do you drink alcohol or no? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like every night? Not every night. 
<laughs> not every night. These are good interview yeah. questions. Yeah. I feel like I'm with Larry King, R.I.P. I have, I have these all planned out, dude. <laughs> yeah, you just keep them in your head. <laughs> no, because, like, um, <clears throat> well, like, even having, like, some people on just talking about, uh, that's something I noticed was, like, sure. <clears throat> obviously, when I was in college doing it. Yeah. Heavy drinker. Yeah. I mean, everyone's in college. And, yeah. Of course. Just chugging booze on the weekends. Sure. That definitely affected my mindset. So, like, for example, like, of course. I'd write down an idea, and I was just clueless. I would just, like, keep going down that dead end, like you just said. Yeah, yeah, But, like, then you learn, like, it's a waste of fucking time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, it, it's also kind of like, uh, to me, like, once you've concentrated on a joke for too long, it's not going to be funny because you're thinking about it mathematically. Mm. You're like, what would be an effective punchline for this joke? Yeah, All right, this yeah. is a good support sentence. Uh, when shit just comes to you, that's when shit can be great. Where it's just like, all right, I didn't put any work into this, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Something that makes you giggle to yourself when you think about it. Uh, so now it's like that's what I think I got better at. Now what I think comics get better at is like it's like you're thinking about subjects, but you're not thinking about them as deep, mm. you know, so you don't get stuck in the mud of like the logic of it and shit. Yeah, so like you're a big like idea guy. You're like, this idea is funny. Let's dive a little. Yeah, deep. I think so. Stuff like that. Once again, the process <laughs> changes constantly. I used to write every word down, you know. Yeah, and then I I started writing like uh, like one liners, and then I do like I do kind of like an outline, and I think that's what's the best when you have bullet points that you know you want to hit, but they're not written out on the page. Yeah, so it's like once you tell it ten or twenty times, you kind of like smooth out the joke, you know. Yeah, I I always like wrote down ideas, and it always scared me writing down word for word what the joke was. So I was just like, you get locked in the words. Yeah, it's like what the fuck am I doing? You know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, if I'm, like, eating a Subway salad and, like, something pops in my head and I'm, like, just, like, the idea of this I think would be funny. Like, it's, like, the best feeling. Sure. But it only happens so often. Like, do you feel like, do you get stressed out, though, when you're, like, when is this going to happen? Uh, When's the joke going to get good? When is, like, an idea going to pop into my head? Uh, I mean, I don't really have, I, I, maybe I used to have that problem. But now it's just kind of, like, I always have something cooking, you know. Yeah. This is, this is, pretend this interview is happening, uh like uh a year ago i would say like i have a lot of ideas coming in i don't write for stand-up anymore though you know it's been like a year or so um i don't really care about getting up on stage occasionally because like a you're rusty and b you can't you know rectify that by getting up on stage a lot to get better so it's like i've kind of disconnected from it until it's more back than it is um so i've just been doing like twitter online shit you know all that so like a total pivot which is a pain in the ass obviously mm -hmm. but you know it's uh it's a work in progress you know yeah, it's definitely different man it's very different yeah. i mean I, I really like it but it's not the same high yeah i mean um i just remember before it all happened thought someone was breaking the house just the fucking door um it's windy out there yeah dude but um when I would write down stuff word for word, I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? And then, like, an idea would hit, probably about, like, farts or something, and I'd be like, that's a good idea, you know? And then I would just roll with that. Like, even if I was just talking about it, sure. I'd be more satisfied than if I was, like, diving deep into something just fucking irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And that's what you learn to, like... It's like when you're... A, like, do you remember being, like, a... This used to happen when I was a kid. Like, you start to think, like, you're funny and you make people laugh. And then you take it a step further, and they're laughing harder. And then you and then you go that step too far, yeah, yeah. and it's over. You shut it down, and it yeah. negates everything else you just did right there. 
Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, mm-hmm. I think. Like, And as a kid, like it started happening less and less to me. You kind of mm-hmm. learn, okay, let's not do that last step. But but you want to yeah, at the same time. To, yeah. You want to push it. And I think it's the same thing with the joke where you're just like, all right, all right, no, no, let's keep it here. Let's just keep it here. Yeah. Let's just keep it here. I think that, that last part's funny, but the audience is not going to, you know, they're not as sick of a puppy yeah. <laughs> as you are. It takes a sense of pride, though, to like take that extra step. I would love to take. Would you rather get respect from like other comics for taking that extra step, or just like play it safe? Uh, I never, I I never play it too safe. Um, yeah, I mean the comics are all I really care about. I mean that's the balance. It's like you want to get work, so obviously the audience likes you. But you know, the best feeling there is is when a comic you respect likes the joke. I think that's the best. Yeah, yeah. Like they understand it, but the. Like if you're, if yeah, I mean, you want the crowd to understand it too, but, you know, <laughs> ideally, ideally, like yeah. the, the object isn't the yeah. bomb. The, I will, I like to make people uncomfortable, but the joke mm. is written well enough that yes, they still dude. have to laugh at it. Now we're on that's the same page. That's my goal. Now we're on the same yeah, page. I do dude. like a groan. I love making old people feel uncomfortable, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when I'm talking about having like six dicks or something, dude, like that's so satisfying oh, yeah, 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 just yeah. to see like, but like, honestly, at the same time, if if you're telling jokes to like a crowd with like you know it's just people with like GEDs and stuff like sometimes they're not going to get your depends references. where you are yeah yeah sometimes they're not going to get your references but you just have to keep on yeah well you always on. do those like New York Times op-ed jokes you know just yeah dude, I'm always go. topical man oh my god you know and they're just like I'm almost hey, just too topical this is Wakefield Rhode Island uh, we don't get it we don't know what the fuck you're talking about here <laughs> you yeah. know but do you think um do you think New York is more like topical like yeah yeah that's a better sin I mean I I want to be there by summertime you know like full time yeah yeah i'm gonna move there and yeah i mean it's just they take it more seriously yeah i mean i think you have more people that are really hustling more people writing a lot more people doing all the online shit you know yeah it's like a 24 7 thing yeah 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 Yeah, and i mean like the thing i like that shit pushes you yeah i mean just like here but if you see someone who's not as funny as you and they're doing better than you you're like what the fuck all right how do i fix this yeah how do I give a better blowjob? How do I yeah, exactly? Mm. You know. Yeah. What was uh? What were you like? Is it like? Do you think you always had the same sense of humor? How do you think like your sense of humor came into play when you were a child? Like, was there like a significant moment where you were like, okay, this all makes sense now? Ever, ever since the rape, I was a funny guy. <laughs> I was. Um, no, I mean, I like I. Th- I've always had a dark sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that wasn't racism. You took the extra step. Um, <clears throat> every, every, yeah, I mean, I've always had a dark sense of humor. You know, I, I think I was a funny kid. And then eventually, uh, I was a huge stand-up fan. I, it was like freshman year, eighth grade, I started getting into George Carlin, Chris Rock, um, and just started going nuts. Like, it became like my top hobby. Like, mm-hmm. go to school. Had a couple buddies, like eighth grade, freshman year, that would like also be in a stand-up, and we'd just talk about fucking just, oh, really? that Carlin joke. How about yeah. this joke? How about this joke? Never even like coming into my head that it would be a possibility to even pursue this mm-hmm. and then uh when i lived in tennessee a guy i used to work with he did an open mic and i was like well i'm funnier than him let me fucking do this see what happens and then you just let it rip yeah like i said it took years to actually start doing it consistently but yeah yeah, yeah. i wish i did it sooner you know yeah that's what they all say i wish i did when was your age <laughs> like starting Boy, like, I, I think when? my I think my first ever open mic I was twenty four twenty five. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that would be 
so that but I didn't actually start time? I don't even know what a common time to, I mean does, right, it even, I mean does that even make sense like a common time to start no it's no I think people I mean I, I know people that start in their 30s I mean but you know it's like if you want to be anyone uh, yeah I mean I think uh, I think then I started really pursuing it at 28 when I lived in Rhode Island yeah yeah I feel like it's different for everyone that's kind of like a definitely like a broad question like when is a good time to start you know uh, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you wish you started earlier, um, you know, because it gives you more time. But I, I mean, I at the same time, maybe I just like say this for like self-preservation, but it's like you're definitely you have a more uh, mature mind to like tackle topics yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're a little older. Yeah, there's no yelling. Maybe. Not well, not much. with me, but yeah. I mean, I, I know some people. Well, I mean, like I feel like 24, 23, 24 is kind of like you just graduated uh, I mean, because I remember when I was younger, like a lot of it, even when you go to open mics, like a lot of kids are just like yelling vagina, which is funny, like obviously, but it's not very creative. It's very, you know? very funny. Uh, yeah. Well, it just depends where you are. I mean, open mics are full of shit. So, I mean, like, yeah, you know, go to an open mic and, you know, well, especially around here, like there's a stigma against open mics where like everyone who thinks they're a comic wants to think they're better than an open mic, like first chance they get. And I've always said, fuck that, because it's just like, if you you want more stage time, so if you want to develop that joke, where the fuck are you going to do it? Um, so there's a stigma against it here. Um, and that's why open mics have almost zero talent when you go to them, because it's just like young, young, young comics. So you think like, for example, if we were going to compare open mics like Rhode Island to Boston, you would say there's like a day and night difference? No, 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 no. no both, both scenes. Both scenes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, same thing in Boston. If you have 15 minutes and you if you want to think you're a decent comic, you do the same fucking thing. No one wants to go to a mic. No one wants to go to a mic. It would be me and like two other guys who actually got work that would go to open mics. And it's just yeah. like, you always have a new joke if you're writing. And you want to develop that joke. And you don't want to just do it in front of paying customers. So you want to get those reps in. Um, the open mics are like the gym. You know, keep making that analogy, dude. Are you just getting ready for they're the like, gym right now? Like the gym, I wore my workout clothes. I see you there. Yeah, uh, got chest day coming up after this. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop some titties, dude. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, got to keep the old, uh, the old clunker in shape. Get that milk popping, dude. Yeah, dude. Trying to, yeah. You know, you know. I know what it's like to. You have hit tits. the gym. I try to. You yeah. got some shoulders on you. Yeah, I only do shoulders. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say scrawny legs. Yeah. I don't have any legs, dude. That's okay. You don't uh, need those. It's all about the attempt, dude. That's what pants are for. Dude, all year round. All year round. Mm -hmm. Sweatpants in the summer. Fuck yeah, dude. I, w I went to a beach in Rhode Island probably like five years ago, and there was, <laughs> there was a guy wearing no shirt, no shoes, sweatpants on the beach. I take some fucking balls, dude. Such a fucking. I would look up to him, honestly. I'm like, wow. This guy just got out of prison. <laughs> They're like, here's your box, dude. T-shirt, sweatpants. <laughs> He's like, like, I'm going to the beach. It's 100. Was it like Spring Lake or was it like an actual ocean? Ocean. Oh, wow. Ocean, ocean. That's even more It's an aggressive. amazing look. The guy was probably like 50, had some old hard muscle on him. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he goes to the he gym, but creatine? he definitely lifts, yeah. lifts stuff. Yeah. Like working class job. Uh, it, was a, it was a powerful look. Did you get hard? I didn't get hard. Yeah, I dug. Like I, I, dug I dug a hole. Um, no, I didn't get. I didn't get hard. Not um, even like a quarter chub. It's a good follow up question, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. Sometimes I see dudes. I think you shouldn't do stand up. You should just do this. Yeah. Yeah. Just interviews. Have you ever been to a swim meet, dude? 
like in high school, like a high school swim meet? I, I don't think I ever did. Really? Yeah. Dude, definitely makes you like ask yourself a lot of questions. Check those bodies. Well, yeah, I mean, you see like. You're like, look at that guy. He's so smooth and long. Yeah, well, I mean, that's much like, like. Much like a sexy eel. That's like Jeff from like history class, though. So it makes it even more awkward, you know? Oh, because you know. Because you don't, dude. Yeah, you know. You sit next to him in history I only class. went to other high school swim mates, so I, I, didn't, I, I like not knowing people. <laughs> That's only in the last couple of years I started doing that. <laughs> I'm the new coach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm the new coach. Tell me I'm not the new coach. Sir, you have to get out of here. You're telling the coach he has to leave? Sir, you're not the coach. Well, do you, do you miss, like, not knowing a lot? Not knowing what? Just, like, anything. Like, Because I've been thinking about this a lot, like, with everything going on. Not really, just in general. Oh, what do you mean? You, not knowing that so, like, for example, kids get molested like, or just not knowing about the world or not? All of that. All just right. like Because you're so basic, old and wise now? Basic math. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember when you were young, you just didn't really know much about anything, I how the world works. I don't remember any math. Yeah. Just, like, basic not even basic economics, just like, like how, sh- like if I shoot a fucking propane tank, like what's gonna happen? You know what I'm saying? Well, you're talking about a very young age. Yeah, I'm saying like you're talking, you're talking about seven, like seven, eight, maybe tops, tops. Yeah, just like on the borderline. Like you're. Not I got a like, couple of those. I mean, do you remember when you found out that gasoline was flammable, and you're like, how can a liquid be flammable? That was like a moment in my head where s- stuff started to make mm-hmm. sense. I was like, I don't get it. It's liquid. Water is liquid. Everything's mm-hmm. kind of water. How does yeah. that light on fire? You know, I don't remember that specific moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that would have been a dangerous one for me, though. That, that was a moment <clears throat> for me where I was like, all right, things aren't all like other things. Wow. Liquids can burn. Holy shit. Yeah. That's deep, man. I had another one of those, too. I, I kind of had on the tip of my tongue. I'll think of it. I remember, like, I used to think, like, disabled people were just, like, naturally funny. And they are, but, like, I didn't know, like, what it meant to have a disability. Because you laugh with them, you think they're funny. I laugh with them. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I'd be hanging well, out with well, them. Well, they don't laugh. Yeah. While they cry. Well, that was one of, like, the red flags. It was like, why aren't you guys laughing? You know what I'm saying? What's your favorite disability? Probably anything, like, chromosomal. <laughs> That's the only answer. And, and you, and you die. I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, handicapped people. Like... <clears throat> Yeah, My just, favorite is like just developmentally disabled people. Yeah, is it developmentally or fundamentally? Um, well, it depends who you ask, yeah. but uh, I think developmentally is the uh, the term they use now. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, last time I went to a petting zoo, I heard that a, a bunch. So, well, like, do you remember? Did anything ever happen in class where you were like, "All right, that's a little fucking," because it's all random. You know what I mean? Like, I always. Like you said, you have a dark sense of humor. I would say I have like a random sense of humor. So if like something random went down, <clears throat> I'd be like the only one laughing. Something surprising. Yeah, like deviance. You know what I'm saying? And usually, I mean, I need an example, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, there are a few things I can't find the humor in. <laughs> like, do you think farts are funny? I'm human. That's what I like to hear. I'm human, as, as you fart. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the fart off portion of the Johnny Salami podcast, John. All That's right? usually all we talk about. So yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah. For, I mean, thank you for uh, shaking it up. No pun intended. And starting up with masturbation with me. Oh yeah, I just wanted to get right into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't know. We so can right? cut it out if you don't. Want you don't. It. No, it's fine. <laughs> I uh, I don't talk about anything I wouldn't want to be posted for the public. Hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I was going to make that like the highlight. I'm sure my coworkers and boss would love to, you know, hear about my, you know, technique and my my jerk off habits. Well, I mean, we're going to put it on LinkedIn, so yeah. <clears throat> but back to the disability. Good thing. Good views on LinkedIn. Back to the disability thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being young. I used to hang out with this kid Raj, dude, and he Raj? would yeah he would fart and like smash his head against his food, like it could be mashed potatoes. You used dude. to hang out with this kid. Yeah. How old were you? At lunch. I was in elementary school, dude. All right. So very you remember in elementary school. Was he special? Yeah, he was disabled. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like chromosomal. You hung out with the disabled kid? At lunch. We weren't in the same classes, but at lunch. I I can't eat around them. (laughs) Dude, you remember at lunch. You're open-minded. Do you remember at lunch when you would like have to sit a certain, like in a certain order? Um, I don't remember that, but. I was just going to ask, were you at the cool table or the nerd table? Or did you go back and forth? In elementary school, it was like uh, there was a specific order you'd have to line up in. And sometimes your friend would be like that fifth person on that table. Mm-hmm. So you'd get fucked, man. Like you'd have to go all the way down and you'd just be sitting with random people. That sucks. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. And then in high school, you can kind of just sit wherever you want. I was a uh, nerd table. Uh, then I graduated to the cool table in fifth wow. grade. How did that happen? Uh, Is there I, a ceremony? I, I think in gym class, I started kicking ass in one of the sports we were playing. I can't remember what it was. They're like, like oh, field Tilson. Hockey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Tilson. Oh, you fucking, you, you fucking, you're an athlete. You yeah. can come over here. Good with the shaft. And then in, uh, in high school, I think same thing, freshman year, like dork table, and then uh, played football, so sophomore year on. Wow, Wherever dude. the fuck I wanted, dude. Back yeah. and forth. Just Back finger and forth. banging chicks, dude. Back and forth. Doesn't wow. matter. I mean, dude. If, if Versatile. You, yeah. Gym class is a lot, dude. I mean, if you're fucking it up at dodgeball. Sure. You never want to be that fucking dork. Yeah. I used to. Make I think we were playing volleyball, honestly. I think we were playing volleyball, oh, wow. and I just fucking, like, I had a feel for it around the net. Oh, wow. And I was like, yeah. So you were, like, there before the ball came. Like, you knew where it was going? Like Dennis Rodman with a rebound, baby. Mm. I'm all about the angles. Yeah. <laughs> all Did you ever spike angle. it at all or no? Oh, I spiked. Really? You know, it's so stupid. Like, I thought it was, like, my best sport, and I played it in gym for, like, a year. But my high school didn't even have volleyball or anything. Oh, shit. Yeah. You so should have started, like, like, a club team, dude. Like a nonprofit. I have no leadership. You know, that's my problem. Oh, really? Yeah. Could have, like, formed a union. I think I was too lazy, you know? Yeah, volleyball, dude. That'll if you watched women's uh, volleyball, dude. Sure, that'll get you going. Oh yeah, especially with the short shorts, man. Oh yeah. You ever see a dude in those things? In the short shorts, they don't normally wear the short shorts. Oh, I've seen uh, I've seen some dudes wear those at a uh, CrossFit. Uh, well, did you do CrossFit? Uh, for a short time, yeah. Did you? Yeah, like I said, I was just fucking, unaware. Fucking follower nerd. I was unaware, dude. Yeah. You know, and oh. then I found out. It took me some time, but I found out. You're like swinging ropes with fucking guys <laughs> named Chaz isn't for me. I'm fucking. I'm an individual. I know better than this. Yeah, it took me a while. <laughs> I mean, even when you're younger, though, those things like finding out for me, CrossFit. like what a disability was, took like years, dude. I was like, wait, like that dude's that's disabled. Your di- that's your disability. Yeah. yeah. He seems just like me. Yeah. I mean, we're so similar. But I'm dude. normal. But, like, that's where the sense of humor originated from. So I was just wondering if, like... From retarded people. Yes. All right. So, like, when you were younger... That's why farts stick with you. Mm. That's that's it's, my it's philosophy. What like, that's what you're used to. That's my theory, though. 
It had to be come from somewhere. Uh, everyone thinks farts are funny. But why? I don't think you can blame retarded people for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have these kids together with the normies no more. <laughs> now I'm giggling at farts at 24. Uh, what do you, What do you think like makes your sense of humor dark, though? Like, wh- what was the origination? Sadness. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Uh, my parents, I think my parents have dark sense of humor as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like I, I, I kind of like to live by the philosophy that, like, nothing is that sacrosanct, you know? Like, you can talk about everything. So, like, once you kind of have that philosophy, you let your mind go to places that maybe someone else wouldn't. Yeah, what's the difference between dark and, like, dark, morbid, and... They're probably all related, right? Yeah, they're all correlated. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely have my things. I don't, I don't really talk about on stage. I can't name them off the top of my head. Yeah, but dude, you're not talking about like crucifying cats on stage. I, if I thought I had like the skills to save myself, <laughs> I, w- I would. If I thought I had an angle that I really believed yeah. in, if you had a strong, angle. I used to have a joke about uh, the like people that like strangle cats that hurt cats. Yeah, and uh, this only went so far. <laughs> But it's just like, like clearly they're doing it for a reason, you know, and and we keep people keep hurting animals. So clearly, whatever the reason they do it for, like clearly it works. They wouldn't keep doing it if it didn't work. How far did that go? When was like the? Stop? I really believed in the joke. Some yeah. open mics, like it crushed them, mm-hmm. and then like you try to do it in front of normal people, and they're like, "Who's this fucking monster talking about killing Fifi?" What's the worst you've ever bombed? Uh. The one that comes to mind... It, Fucking be it, humble, John. I'm sure it's not even the worst. Really? Uh, the one that comes to mind is that Comics Mohegan Sun, they do that Pater Pain thing. Oh, yeah. Where, like, <clears throat> people go up. Is it the Sirius XM one? Sirius XM. And I wasn't one of, like, the people, like, the, one of the contestants. I was considered the pro comic. So, like, after the kids go up and they do, like... You know, for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, paid or paying, someone does a set and the crowd decides whether or not that person gets paid like 20 or 40 bucks or if they get tortured by a dominatrix on stage. And then they bring me out as the pro comic so the audience can see what a real comedian looks like. But before they brought me up, the judges uh, had like a bride in the in the crowd up on the stage and very interactive and shit like that. And she spanked one of the judges and then they brought me out. And like the bride is still go, still walking back to like her party. Mm-hmm. Everyone's high fiving or talking as I'm on the stage, and just like I'm trying to adjust, but no one's even listening. And I'm doing ten minutes, and like five minutes in, seven minutes in, I'm just like, "Wow, you guys love me." And this woman in the front row goes, "No, we don't." And it was just like, "Oh my god, kill me!" Was there a lot of people there? Uh, Enough. Those usually shows enough. Are usually like enough. One fifty. I don't know. Two hundred. I don't That's know. A lot of people, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it was a bomb. Where if it happened two years earlier, it would have shattered me. Really. But like I was experienced enough where I was just like, you get off stage and you just remove it from your head. You're like, okay, that can't help me. Yeah. That can't help me. You know, because it was that bad. It, it was just was like, all right, let's get rid of it. Just silence for ten minutes. Oh shit. You know. <clears throat> Do you feel like when you're. Uh... When you're in a situation like that, do you feel like time just going by like wicked fucking slow? I mean, unless there's an active heckler, like at a certain point when that happens, um, I just submit to this is this is the situation. I'll get more calm as it goes on. Like maybe the first three minutes, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is a bomb. And then a- around like minute four or something, I'll just be like, this is it. 
All right. And then almost get some bigger balls because you know you're just yeah. punching a wall. Yeah, I feel like once you get punched in the dick once, it's like, bring it on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. That's know. not that bad, though. It's not like anyone, like, threw something at you, dude, you know? I don't, I've never had that. I've There's never no, had like, tr- someone involved. try to fight me, I don't think. Uh, no, I don't, I don't have a real horror story. So it's not that bad. No. Yeah. I hand I handle my shit, dude. Yeah, dude, you're fucking, you're tough, dude. I handle, I handle my shit. But, dude, when you go to New York, like we just said, like, obviously there's more intelligent jokes. You know, like, people can kind of, like, dive deeper. Yeah, I think so. Like, do you think that's kind of, like, what you're going to... I've kind of dumbed my my comedy down for the last four years, so I hope I can still do it. So, like, what's what's the process, though? Like... For what? Moving out there. You're like, all right, I'm going to go out there. I think the process is... uh, Fucking send it? No, just uh, move move out there, and then it's really, it's such a massive scene. Like, each borough has a scene that, you know, I fully expect one or two years of just, like, you know, toiling, learning fucking where things are, which shows to do, who to know, who to meet. Um, And then you just hope uh, people take notice. Yeah. You know? And then I'll just give up penniless at 38 and start a new job, you know? <laughs> you got to let your mind go to these places. Yeah. You actually think about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, So you wouldn't be like... I, I'm not sure. I, I try to think, like, what are the things that I, I don't let myself think about just yeah. for, like, you know, self-preservation? Mm-hmm. I don't know what they are, though. Because I... I I tweeted something like this last week, just like, there's nothing you can say to me that's meaner than I say to myself, you know? Yeah. It's just like, you know, you gotta let, I think that's kind of like the dark sense of humor, though. Like, you you let your mind go to uncomfortable places. Yeah, so like, you're, you're thinking like, if I go out there and get jerked off by a homeless guy at like 38 and it's over, mm-hmm. but like, you've already thought about it, though, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's not like unexpected. Yeah. So, yeah, like, for yeah. somebody, though... Yeah, but at the same time, I wouldn't move out there if I thought it was, you know, just like... Yeah, so, a like, you have a true sense of belief. Yeah, yeah. I think well, so. Like, this is the only thing I actually have that with, by the way. Faith? Uh, the only, like, true belief I have myself is with this, where I'm like, okay, all right, it's just a matter of work. It's just a matter of work, yeah. you know? So, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know? I mean, I believe in you, John. Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny Salami. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think if you, like, put in the work, obviously, I think you're going to make some magic happen. But I was thinking about somebody. I'm just thinking about other comics, right, who think, like. They're great. Yeah. So, like, if something like that happened, they'd be, like, you know what I mean, shell-shocked. There's no be, plan B. Yeah. Like, they'd just be, like, shell-shocked. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that's a lot of them. Yeah. Comedy, there's no shortage of delusion. I think you could say that for any for art. For anything, yeah. For any art, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you see some of the people that get up, and uh, I, I was thinking of this, like, if people needed to be told that they were funny five times in their life before starting stand-up comedy, how many less comics would there be? And I think it would be cut down by, like, 90%. How these fucking people start doing comedy is just so insane. The delusion is just fucking insane. Where you're like, this is not a funny person off stage. This is not a funny person on a podcast. This is just like I don't even know. I don't know what this person is. Like they should be an accountant, or I, I have no idea. But like no one has ever been like, you're funny. You should try comedy. You yeah. know, never. This is me you're talking about right I'm now. Talking about you right now. Yeah. 
You know, I just you, wanted to clarify. you had to hear it. <laughs> Someone had to say it. No one has the balls. Everyone just gives, everyone strokes you when they come on the pod. Yeah, man, you should have some references. I feel like, but don't you think? I like, need, you, I, you need three references. Three references. Yeah. Guy from work. Guy from high school. You know. Uh, yeah, man. It's so interesting else. though, because like you could be like the funniest guy in the world off stage, and then when you get on stage, it's like a different story. That's but, fine though. Well, that, that catches up though. That yeah. catches up. I, I heard Bill Burr once say, and I, I, I think this is true as well, where he's like, uh, when you first start doing comedy, you're funnier off stage, and then your persona on stage kind of meets, and you become just as funny off stage as on stage, and then all of a sudden you get bigger balls, and you're even funnier on stage than you are off stage, because you say things you'd never say to people in regular life. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I tend to think that's true. Like I, I think I was just getting to the point where like I was as funny on stage as I am off stage. Yeah. Waiting for that last part. Come on, pandemic. Open up, baby. Open up. So do you think this was a good thing, though, or a bad thing, like uh, the virus? Like for me or for you or for comics? Not or... for me, for you. Like... Uh, for comic, for comedy? For you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually, uh, if you asked me eight months ago, I'd probably have a different answer, something like that. Uh, I think, like, the pivot I've had to make to doing, like, online shit, videos and stuff, they're really valuable skills to have today anyway. Yeah. Um, plus, I started doing a podcast during all this shit, which you really need to have if you're doing comedy today. So, uh, yeah, I, I, overall, you know, a, a year a year has been stolen from me. Um, but at the same time, like, I think, like, I, I, I'm learning how to write a script, you know, learning how to edit, learning how to do all this shit that I would never have actually found the time for when I was just in over my head trying to do stand-up comedy constantly. So, yeah, I think it's overall positive. Um but, I mean, like, the negative is clear, you know, just, you know, one year of stand-up progress taken away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. the progress is there. Did you make sketches before? No, I didn't do any. So you just started? I didn't do any. I did stand-up 100% fully, just. So I think I know the answer to this. You saw some of the sketches I was making, and you were like, I want to be like that guy. I want to be like that guy. That's what I figured. That's what I said, yeah. No, but, like, what, uh, what, like, you know, did you see... That other people were Dan doing Hall. It? Do you know who Dan Hall? Yeah, yeah you know Dan. Yeah. He was he did this pod. Uh, yeah, Dan. Um, he actually I live in his old room, you know, in, in, in Quincy. So like he's tight with Logan O'Brien and those guys. Um, and uh, Dan was doing videos, and I was like, all right, what do I need to do? What do I have to do? So I'd like help him and help him film, and then he started teaching me how to edit. Worked on some shit together, and now. Um, and now I can finally do it all on my own, so I don't need him for anything anymore, um, which is cool because at first, like, you're starting to edit, and you're like, oh, shit, I need someone to green screen this. Hey, Dan, can you find some time to do this? No, you just but now it's it. like if I have an idea, I can just do it, which is cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, Dan was kind of responsible. Like, he got me doing all this shit. Like, we speak very often, and I didn't know him really at all before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're always kind of trading ideas back and forth, like, hey, uh you know, what kind of hashtags do you use on this site? You know, how long should a video be here? Um, all this little shit you'd never think about before. Yeah, like small stuff. Stupid little small stuff. But once you know it, then you can start thinking outside of the box. Yeah, would you rather be, uh, if you had the opportunity to be an actor, like a comedy sketch actor, yeah, yeah. or a comedian, which would you choose? A uh, comic. I, I don't I don't love acting. I'm not very good at it, so it's like... It's not like acting, like you... Say, like, somebody was like, all right, we're going to give you this X amount of money to yeah. uh, write your own sketches, like your own ideas, yeah, yeah. and act in them. 
yeah, I mean that would be fun. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I like stand up comedy. Yeah. Um, like but at the both. same time, it's it's. I've definitely seen like since all this shit's happened, I've talked to other comics too. Like, you can definitely see like the parts of your life that improve without it. Yeah. We're like, oh, you know, not every night I'm at, I'm not in a bar every night now. Uh, oh, I can catch back up on reading shows, you know, interests that I used to have before I tried to get up constantly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, I think the dream would be to, like, to have a writing gig, you know, during mm-hmm. the day where you're actually making real money and then be able to do stand-up at night. I feel like, uh, I feel like sketches, like, you're bringing an idea to life, which is cool. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of the time, the ideas you bring to life, like, you wouldn't really be able to do it justice on a stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're totally different. They're yeah. totally different. I mean, that's the pivot. That's what, other than learning how to edit and shit, like figuring out what's funny online is just like the first time you started figuring out what was funny on a stage. You know, like you first got up on a stage and you're like, okay, this shit's funny to my friends. Uh, how do I make it funny to a general audience? And now it's the same kind of thing where like I'll post something that I don't expect to do shit and it blows up. Then I'll, then I'll post something that I'm actually proud of. I'm like, this is fucking good. I think I'm making progress. Oh, 200 views. <laughs> just like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I totally agree with that. And we didn't even get to, I know I asked you uh, about like drinking, but. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like, do you drink before you go on stage? No, no, uh-huh. no, no. I, I mean, I used to, I think. But like the last two years of stand-up, um, I stopped. I just can't. um. I can remember my jokes when I'm drinking, but I can't go in and out of material with crowd work well. Okay. Yeah. I kind of like lose my focus and yeah. I can't go back into the joke well after I interact with someone. Yeah. So I, but I'll drink after the show. Speaking of dark thoughts, it's like, yeah, I mean, I think everyone's thought about this. Like, I think in your life, if you're drinking more and like smoking more weed and going out more, I think there's going to be more stories and more shit to talk about, mm. which might be delusional. Depends on your style. Yeah. I don't tell stories, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, maybe, like, from my perspective, you have more experiences, w- yeah. which you can draw material from. Um, but, like, I, I never tell actual stories like my life. There'll yeah. be something stupid that pops in my head, and I'm like, how can I present this? Do I make an uncle say it? Do I, you know? No, because like stupid shit like that. Well, what I've noticed is like most successful comedians, like, have had a drug problem at one point or another, and they can yeah they can reflect on that and just be like, sure, you know, Tommy sucked my dick, like, you know. Oh, is that is that a common story? Yeah, from the from the data comics. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, I what do they say? Like, you know, uh, you know, a lot of drug use is used by people with above average intelligence. You know, because you're you're thinking about stuff, and yeah. when you're fucked up, you know it's fun to think about stuff. I think it would just be like the the shit that goes down. You know, like if me and you are hanging out at a fucking library, it's not going to be as exciting if me and you drink twelve beers in the parking lot. If and then we go were hanging out in a library doing coke, now that's exciting. That would be exciting. Oh yeah, you can like really, right off the table. You can really read on amphetamines, <laughs> burning through the books. Yeah. Um, it might be delusional though just like i mean drinking is kind of delusional in a sense like the way you think like you almost think like you know more than you actually know i think everyone handles it differently yeah yeah it's like drinking and driving like uh it's dangerous and some people absolutely shouldn't do it but there are some people that handle it better than others there's just no doubt i mean like we all know the friend who has three beers 
and before he's even actually drunk, he's already wild. You know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. just like a chemical change in his head. <laughs> like it's like now I'm about to go fucking nuts. Yeah, it's not yeah. surprising that guy can't drive. But we also know the guy who's had fucking 15 whiskeys and you would never know. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, I'm not saying he's safe to drive, yeah. but there's no doubt he's safer than this other guy. That makes sense. So I, I feel like everyone handles their booze just kind of like differently, how they view it. Yeah. Like a true alcoholic, just like this is what, what, if you drink every night, that's your sobriety. You know, like that's only when you feel yourself. You know, the morning and the afternoon, you feel like a fucking shell. Yeah, that's the depressing part, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and then you have a drink, and all of a sudden you come to life. It's yeah. like, all right, here like, we go. I can't, now, I can't live, like, I can't be myself. Now I'm quick drink. again. Yeah. I went a year without doing it, and I felt that so... That drinking? Yeah. What, I mean, I'm pretty. Still, I'm still pretty young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like it was kind of boring, but, like, of course. health-wise, I felt fucking unstoppable. Of course. Like, I felt like I could fly. You know I, I've I mean? gone... The, the most I've ever gone since I started drinking, two months. Yeah, with two months, and yeah, you do feel healthy. And once you once you don't drink for two weeks, um, you don't really crave it as much, because um, you're just like booze is like anything. It's like coffee. It's like anything. It's just until you've had it, you don't need it. Like you have your own way of having fun. You have your own way of making excitement happen before you start drinking. Yeah, and then you can use it as a crutch. It's the same thing with coffee. It's like people went a long time without drinking coffee in the morning. And they got up and they got about their lives just fine, you know. But then you have coffee and you're like, all right, well, this is the supercharge I need. That's true, yeah, the, the espresso shot. Yeah, but it's, but it's uh, you know, you don't need it until you've had it. Yeah, that's true. It's not like before you've had coffee, you're not like, something's missing. Yeah. Like, no, your body just wakes up and it's going to be fine. Yeah, and some people have, like, that addictive personality where, like. Totally. Take it to another level, dude. Totally. That's something I thought about a lot. Because, like, I don't want to be, like, that guy who fucking gets older. Like, especially in comedy. And, I mean, you see it a lot where it's, like, they have a fucking drinking problem. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> All too well. It just looks so fucking is this, depressing. Is, is this my intervention? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, drop my coffee. Just bring him in. <laughs> hey, but you have any whiskey I can put in this cover? But, uh, I mean, dude, I mean, I don't know if you're exposed to it, but I'm exposed to it a lot, man. Alcoholism? Yeah. No, just being, like, at a show, like, seeing alcohol present, but, like, seeing someone with a fucking drinking problem. With the comics or with just people? Both, you know? Yeah, there are a lot of drunk comics. There are a lot of sober comics. You You know? Oh, my God, yeah. Really? Uh, Well, I just mean, like, I mean, clearly they were drunks. Yeah. Yeah, but there were a lot of comics who were sober. It's crazy. Because, like, if you look back at, like, the 80s and you think of those guys as just fucking just alcoholic, drug addict, wild men. Yeah. And now it's kind of like we've evolved a little. It's kind of like like comics used to be like those just, uh, and still are, but like those degenerate like cast-offs. Like uh, I'm smart, but like I'm not meant for college, you mm-hmm. know? And now most comics went to college. Yeah, most have degrees, yeah. It's kind of like bands. It's like bands used to just drop out of high school and fucking form a band. And now it's like, oh, well, we met at UVM. Yeah, but at the end of the day, we're all just like really fucked up. You know, eh, I I don't do the blanket statement thing. I don't, I don't no. think we're all fucked up. No, uh, no, no, no. And everyone's like, you have to be depressed to be a comic. Um, I mean, that works for me. Yeah. But I but I like to think that there is a person who can just be a functional human that's funny. Mm. You know, as you're Conan saying. O'Brien seems like a nice, normal, functional guy, <laughs> uh, and he's hilarious. I know he takes antidepressants. Jesus, a lot of those a lot of those talk show hosts are like 
raging alcoholics. Like Jimmy Fallon's like a raging alcoholic. I say that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, you, you do kind of, I, whenever I watch, you ever watch Mad Men? The movie? Oh, no, no the show? The TV show. No. Uh, so the porn it's, it's just like, oh, was it good? Mm. Mm, I'll have to check that out. It had like six was stars. It, was it filmed here? Yeah. Uh, uh, Mad Men's fucking great. It's one of my all-time favorites. But it's like, you know, early 60s businessmen and shit. Mm-hmm. And just literally pour a drink at 10 a.m. You know, together in the office. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want that life. But at the same time, there is something I like about it, like romantically. Oh, yeah. Just like, I know it's a short life. I know it's not necessarily a happy life. Yeah. But it's a pretty cool life in its own way. Yeah, like, what are you going to be doing at, like, 70, 80 anyway? Nothing. It's going to be a walk. Well, when you do that, your 50s are so much shittier than they would be if you didn't do that. Like, health-wise? Yeah. Yeah. You ever seen, like, just, like, a townie drunk who just gets hammered every night at, like, 48? He might as well be 65. That's true, yeah. You know, he moves slower, creepier. That's a depressing thought to have, too. Yeah. Well, some people have that philosophy, though. They're like, I don't want to be... 60 70 80 so i'm just gonna i'm gonna send it now yeah i don't necessarily want to be either uh but you know my 60s i, I should live through my 60s i feel you think you're gonna be like a funny old guy i hope so like you're gonna do random shit uh i don't even know what that means like just walk into like an ocean <laughs> like, state job like prank lot. people <laughs> doing <laughs> pranks in my 70s gotcha <laughs> i mean i hope i have the mentality Mom, this to... old man just <laughs> took my nose in walmart I hope I have the mentality to like look back and be like, that's yeah, what I, I mean, promised I, myself. Who knows? I mean, it's easy to say. I mean, it, most people become as stiff as they get older. You know, yeah. it's like most people become, you know, conservative as they get older. You know, so who the, the hell? Sense of never say never. I mean, I, I, I think, I don't think that'll be me, but yeah. How I strong think... am I? I ain't impervious. It's true, yeah. Just because I'm a perv doesn't mean I'm impervious. I'm gonna be like the old guy who just does like really random shit, though. Like that's what I hope I can. I hope I can look back and like, like what surfing. No, just like walk into like an Ocean State job lot naked with like a strap on on my forehead or something. Yeah. Nobody's gonna give me shit. No, they'll ask you to leave. You think so, sir? Sir, sir. You think it's with the strap on on your head, and then you look behind you. They're like, no, you. <laughs> All right, Johnny. It's been an hour, man. All right. Well, thanks for having me. It's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, should I plug my pod, my my username, my my shit like that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many podcasts you're on right now. Is you that, have one that's Recoil same? Now. You're still doing that. Yeah, I've got that. So Recoil Now on all platforms. And then follow me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Jonathan Tilson. Two L's in Tilson. Don't give me that one L bullshit. That's it? That's all you're on? So you're not doing the other podcast anymore? Not, no, that's the only one right now. It's just completely gone? Dude, where's my goat? Yeah. Uh, we're doing a final episode tomorrow night. Dude, where's my goat, everyone? Hilarious pod. Uh, listen to some backlogs. Fuck, dude. That's emotional, man. I know. Sorry for your loss. Big tear. All right, Johnny. Well, thanks for coming, man. Thanks, dude. Thanks for having um, me. One last thing. No, that was it, man. That was it. No, I thank you for coming, dude. All right. End on a high note, baby. That's what they say. <laughs> I'm trying to like not be emotional. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, thanks for coming, man. You've always been nice to me. One of the funniest comics I know. Oh. Thanks for always answering my Facebook uh, messages. Oh, yeah, you do send me a lot of those. Yeah, about advice and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've always been there for me, John. It's my pleasure. I wish you the best in New York. I'm here for you. (laughs)